Starting with its first school in Stuttgart in 1919, Ward of Education has spread all over the globe with already more than 1000 schools worldwide. In Germany, Ward of schools are highly sought after, with long waiting lists common in several places. I am your host Paras Mehta and this time on India to Germany, we speak with Nora Windeck, co-founder of Steiner School in Dublin, about Ward of School education in Germany. Originally from Berlin, Nora is an award-winning filmmaker who has worked for Berlinale and Edinburgh Film Festivals and has won numerous accolades for her short films, art installations and music videos. Welcome Nora, thank you for speaking with us. Hi, welcome, hi. So Nora, uh, you are the co-founder of the Dublin Steiner School. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself and your association with Waldorf Education? Sure, yeah. Um, I was lucky enough to go to Steiner Kindergarten, primary school and secondary school myself. Um, This was in Berlin and a few years in southern Germany. And um, the schools I went to were already very well established. Um, This was in the 80s, 90s. And both schools I went to were really big schools of about about 800, 900 children. This is from kindergarten up to secondary school. And I started kindergarten when I was four and then started primary school with class one when I was six. And I finished my schooling there as well with the, uh, the Abitur, which is the German qualification which you need if you want to go to university. Um, so I finished my my formal schooling there as well and I went on to university and studied literature and history and so after that it was just a normal (laughs) just normal uh, university education yeah and um, now you have also set up the Dublin Steiner School Uh, so I guess that that way you kind of stay in touch with Waldorf education at the moment as well very much so very much so it really started when um, when I had my daughter and we were looking at kindergartens at schools and there was a Steiner kindergarten, but there was no Steiner primary school at the time. And um, Ireland is quite specific in the way that about 95% of primary schools are run by the Catholic Church. Okay. And the very, very few state-run schools are very over, over-prescribed because a lot of people want to send their children there. So you basically have to put down your child's name on the day the child is born. Uh, Otherwise, um, you won't get a place and there's very long waiting lists and everything. Uh So um, that was was one of the reasons why we said, let's do it. And we we founded the school. And there was, as I said, already an established Steiner kindergarten. So there was a really strong group of parents who were very determined to set this up. And so we did it. So we're in our fourth year now. And we started the first year, we had seven children. (laughs) And the second year we had two. And um, this year we have 16 in total. So that's over four classes. Great. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yes, we're definitely growing. So it's definitely going really well. And why is it that you decided to set up a Steiner school specifically and not a normal private school, let's say? Well, it was with with my background that, you know, because I went to a Steiner school, this was just definitely something that I wanted for my children as well. And so did the other other parents. 
Um, because as I said, you know, the, the kindergarten was already there. So a lot of people knew about the ethos and what, um, what the school was about. So we were just not too happy with what we saw in other schools and other primary schools. And we thought we definitely want this for our children. So. Okay. So yeah, that actually, that makes me very curious. What exactly is a Waldorf school? <laughs> uh, yeah. In general, uh, Steiner schools um, form the largest group of independent non-denominational schools in the world, which means non-religious schools. Um, many are state funded. The first school in Germany was opened in 1919. So that was a long time ago <laughs> um, for the uh, children of factory workers for a Waldorf Astoria the cigar factory. This is where the name Waldorf comes from. This is where they're also sometimes called Waldorf schools. And um, at the moment, there's about a thousand schools worldwide. So it's a, it's a really, it's a huge established uh, school model. Um, the... The priority of the Steiner ethos, I would say, is to is to provide an, an unhurried, a creative learning environment where the children can find joy in learning and experience the, the rich, richness, the variety of childhood experiences rather than early special, specialization or, you know, what we'd now call academic hothousing. Um, the the lesson content and its method of presentation are linked to the, what we see as the child's emotional, social, physical, and intellectual development. So it's it's really a holistic way of looking at the child and go with the child at a pace that, that respects the child developmental journey. It's it, it just looks at where is the child in in his or her development, you know, nothing too, too soon, nothing too late. Um, a high value is placed on play in the early years and learning through play. And then in middle school, so, so primary school is uh, creative thinking. And then in secondary school, it's the it's the intellectual thinking. That's yeah. It sounds like some a very nice and a creative environment, like you said, for for mm. kids. Uh, in terms of like practical implementation, what does it mm. look like in the schools? Um, well, we say that. Sorry, again, this might sound a bit abstract, but we say that we educate the head, the heart, and the hands. So, and we believe that all three are needed to educate the child, not just the head. So. Um, Formal education, which begins at six, is introduced in a way and pace that, as, sorry, as I said earlier, that sort of respect the child's um, developmental journey. So there's a lot of drawing, painting, music, movement. Um, all of this leads to a different way of thinking creatively, um, which is then used to learning and experiencing all the other subjects, really. So... And it's, of course, all, this isn't, it's not like a free-for-all for all children. The children are very much guided and um, closely monitored uh, by, the, by the teachers. So it is very much still a learning experience. It's not just, they don't just run around and play, you know, it's, mm -hmm. it's very much a learning experience. Yeah. I mean, the main question that always kind of pops up in my head is, how is this different from, let's say, a normal uh, 
within quotes like a normal school i think that in a way the the school isn't as different from other schools as a lot of people think we still have exactly we have the classrooms we have the teachers the i think that the relationship with the teacher is incredibly important the teacher is not just a teacher in the sense that she or he brings knowledge to the children but they're also a role model they're an, they're a mentor they're an educator um and they teach a large large portion of the of the subjects so um in primary school a lot of subjects are are taught in thematic i'd call them thematic blocks which we call you know they're called epochs so epochen epochen unterricht which means that that a certain subject is is taught um more in depth okay. so for a couple of weeks you would have in the morning two hours of biology or geography or reading writing those sort of things and they they are meant to really immerse the child into a specific subject matter of course there's other lessons like language music craft and and, and things that are that are taught continuously by by different teachers as well um the biggest different really i think is that there's no grades Right. Um and you don't repeat classes. So the so if if you have children with slower with the slower learning process in specific subjects um they don't have to repeat the the classes. Again this this has something to do with seeing the child as a whole and seeing all their abilities and not for example just speaking of myself I really i was very good at uh, arts and languages and i was really terrible at maths and physics mm -hmm. but i didn't have to repeat classes because of that and it's sort of i was brought through as part of my class all the way up to my abitur and i was still able to do that whereas in a different school i probably would have failed classes or um i wouldn't have had the chance to go as far with what i was really really good at Okay. So I think that's that's definitely one of the main differences. Yeah, oh, that sounds very nice. So uh, these kids who are like kind of late bloomers, let's say I don't know how they exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So they also kind of get a chance to develop themselves later. Yeah, actually, yeah. I have seen this a lot in my own situation as well. Uh, mm. People tend to change so much uh, over the time of the, the school of the school years. Mm. That's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you also mentioned that the class teacher is really important. Uh, yeah. So the class teacher is someone who kind of uh, stays with the class for one year, or is it like over a period of several years? No, it's a, it's for eight years. For eight years. Um, okay. it's from class one to eight. All right. Okay. So they 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 stay with them. Um, this has something to do with. Um, Steiner's theory of the seven years is that every seven years your body undergoes big changes and especially in childhood um, this is why children usually only start school when they're six or seven because that, that's according to Steiner the age where the brain has developed in a way that children start to think more analytically and again then it's the eight years until you're about 13, 14 um, and then you really go into the higher classes and the teaching is much more intellectual. 
So that's that's what that's one of the reasons why the class teacher stays with with the children so long. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And another aspect which I found very interesting that you mentioned is uh, that music and art play such an important role yeah. in China schools. Why why is that so? Why why put so much importance on these subjects? Um, as far as I know, Steiner saw even in his time of uh, a development of society towards intellectual technical jobs and away from traditional crafts and arts. But to his mind, arts and crafts are hugely important because they balance out the development of children or really every person really um, as a whole. So from early on, it's the idea of um, teaching f fine motor skills, gross motor, uh, motor skills, spatial thinking, problem solving, construction, how you perceive materials, all of this are hugely trained the brain in, in, many, in many ways that, um, that more intellectual um, subjects wouldn't. So, um, yes, I would say, you know, if your child is, is very gifted in, in, a, in an art, a Steiner school would be a great place for them, but that does not mean that if your child has no particular gift, you shouldn't. So, as you know, every child has abilities that are fostered. Um, but yeah, the, I mean, the, 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 main, the main thing about the art and, and crafts is that it's, it's for the fine and gross motor skills of, of really small children, yeah. Okay, yeah, that was going to be kind of my concern there. Okay, if my <laughs> child is, let's say, good at mathematics, let's say. <laughs> Then, um... Sure. No, every every aspect of education is is respected and is fostered, and it doesn't mean because there's a lot of emphasis on arts and crafts that there isn't emphasis on mathematics or physics. It's exactly the same way. If you have a talent for that, if you have a gift for that, then that is equally fostered. So it's yeah. All right. I mean, maybe I'm just a, a worried parent. <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, I mean, if, if I wonder, like, uh, my child would not get any grades in a in a Steiner school, mm. and yeah, and then he, of course, it's on the one hand, it's a very nice thing, I agree, but on the other hand, I then think, okay, how is he or she um, going to get some sort of feedback on their progress? So, or you mean survive in the real world, that kind of... <laughs> yeah, or learn, sort of. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe um, no, yeah, of course, of course, of course. Um, of, co of course, there is feedback. Of course, there is, especially in the, in the upper classes, there are tests. Of course, there are tests. And it's just a very close monitoring by the teachers of the child and the child's progress. And the, te the, the, the parents still, of course, get feedback on how their children are doing. There's regular, you know, parent-teacher meetings, all those sort of things. Um, and as far as, you know, surviving later in, in, in the real world, um, I can really only look at my own class. You know, when you see, when, you, when I look at the people um, I went to school with, and just from my class alone, we have a judge, we have lawyers, we have doctors, doctors, we have a um, math teacher, we have a fashion designer, we have somebody who makes violins, we have a publisher, we have, you know, it's, it's every, it's really every aspect of life you can go into. 
it's it's not the school doesn't shy away from preparing kids for the real world at all on the other hand i think it actually prepares them better for it um because it teaches self-reliance it teaches creative thinking in a way that you can that you can use for for any any obstacle that comes your way really so yeah 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 so it's kind of folk, like yeah that's actually i really like the idea of this kind of holistic kind of a focus yeah. on the child yeah that's It's more the idea of that children are being taught how to think and not just what to think. That um that it's not just this is what you have to learn. So put that in your head and then there's a test and you can regurgitate that and that means you're clever. That's not what it should be like, I think. And mm-hmm. and that's exactly what the school promotes not to do. So it's yeah. That's right. and uh, but at the end of the school uh, everyone i mean they have to pass uh, this mm-hmm. uh, the, st- the state exam let's say i don't know the yep. the same exam yep. right so it's yep. the same case with waldorf as well absolutely absolutely you can do um in, in germany there's there's three different kind of um degrees you can you can get as three different kind of exams you can do in school um the first one is it's called gesam Schulabschluss, which you would, I think it's after grade 10. I'm not entirely sure. Sorry, don't don't quote me on that. I think it's uh, after class 10. And you can, of course, you can request grades. The teachers can give you grades that are on your final, ex- on your, you know, on your paper. Um, so absolutely, you can do that. Then the next one is called the Mittlere Reife, I think, which is a year later. Again, you can get your... You, you you know you get your um grades and everything and then you can do do the the abitur which okay. is um yeah which you need in order to go to university so in in england that would be called the a levels or in ireland here they call it's called leaving certificate so um absolutely you can you can do any kind of um exam you need in order to then go on to whatever third level education you need. Like, yeah. All right. Okay. And from your experience, you have noticed that uh, Waldorf school uh, children or Waldorf school pupils also tend to perform well in these exams, just like yes. other. Okay. Yeah. Very much so. I think uh, I don't have exact numbers, but the majority of my class went all the way up to the abitur, and then went through some form of yeah third level, as in university or yeah. So the grades are the, the final grades are usually about the same, sometimes even better. So it's yeah. all right yes i would just like to uh, kind of go on record and uh, let's say ask you uh, about your opinion so uh, would you recommend waldorf school to um, to parents or families who are looking for a school for their child here so would you re- recommend this i mean has it do you think it has benefited you i mean you already mentioned a lot of things but mm-hmm. do you think it has benefited you professionally and personally enough that you would recommend it to everyone else Yeah, absolutely. I think my personal experience was I I loved going to school. I really loved going to school and That's a nice um, thing. <laughs> That's Yeah, and it's and it, it was something that I was talking to to my partner here as well. He went to an all Catholic boys school. He hated going to school. There was still, you know, there was still corporal punishment. He was still beaten for not doing his homework, you know. Mm. It's I I really loved going to school. I loved the the community of it. it's because you 
you're in the same class with the same people for such a long time, they really become part of your family. And I found that incredibly precious. Um, I think for me personally, it has helped me a lot um, in, you know, problem solving, dealing with people. Um, so also just the belief, you know, the teachers are not your enemy. Like that, would, that for me was a hugely important experience that the, they're there to support you and bring you, bring out the best in you, which I find just really amazing. And I can see that now in my daughter going to school here as well she loves going to school she's she's upset when it's the weekend <laughs> it's generally saturday mornings she's like oh it's the weekend oh, okay, okay. <laughs> you know so like what what more can you want for your child yeah, i think very good yeah. so it's yeah Oh, that's very good. And I, that's actually, it's also very, very nice that you're kind of spreading this also. And uh, you're, <laughs> you're, you have set up the school as well. It's, yeah, I guess that's what, uh, uh, yeah, Waldorf or yeah. Steiner pedagogy needs. Yeah, sure. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much for sharing your knowledge and your experience on oh, this thanks very much, yeah. topic with us. That's all folks. Thank you for listening. Remember to subscribe to our podcast and check out our blog on indiatogermany.com. See you in the next episode.